Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 65 of Walk On Radio, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast for professionals and hump. We're finally back. We're finally in person, face-to-face. No more through the phone. No more audio issues. We're here. How are you feeling? I'm good, Dalton. Uh, it's, it's nice to see your uh, sweet and smiling face sitting across from me. Uh, missed you, missed walk on radio in person. Uh, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm excited. We, we've got a big week ahead, big, big month ahead with uh, the NFL playoffs, but just had some big college football and, uh, it's finally the off season for the old Sam Houston Bearcats. It seems like we haven't had a true off season, uh, for the Bearcats in a long time. Well, Hump, if you heard that little bark in the background, let's, uh, let's address it. Let's get it out the way real quick before we continue with the episode. Cause you never know how it's going to go. So, uh, what was what was that little bark, Dalton? I got a puppy. Uh, she's adorable. I got her on Christmas Day. Uh, her name is Raven. And uh, if you're a a Sam Houston historian, uh, you would know that the name Raven uh, has direct ties with the man himself, Sam Houston. Uh, so look that story up if you're interested. But uh, yeah, if there's a bark, she's she apologizes, but she is now the third member. Uh, of walk on radio yeah and i don't want to hear nobody talking about amateur podcasting look we're two college students we're in the we're in the apartment professional podcasters at this point this is episode 65 so if you've listened to us from the beginning we're professional and i think raven is just stating his opinions about the packers were going to the super bowl how uh, montana state blew it i can go go and put on her cowboys jersey if you want me to (laughs) but starting off hump let's talk about the offseason because for you you don't even have an offseason anymore. You, you finally officially retired. We talked about it a few episodes ago. So, so what's the plan? What's, what's the feeling, the emotion? I know, you know you're not getting ready to get, do conditioning. You're not getting ready to work out. You're not getting ready for spring ball. How do you feel? Does it feel good? Is it a little sad? And uh, what's your plan this semester? Well, now, if you know me, you know that I've, I've definitely been working out a lot. Um, and and that's, that's something that I really enjoy doing, regardless of being a football player or not. So going to work out a lot. Uh, I, I really... I really have picked up a uh, obsession with golf lately, and I think that's kind of the cliche thing to do after you retire playing sports. Uh, but I'm not bad, uh, and I hope to get a lot better. But, you know, this, this last semester of college, uh, finishing my second degree, I'm excited. Uh, what, a, what a weird – it's weird going to class and, and not having workouts beforehand. Uh, I had my first class yesterday, and it was weird. I, I woke up at 8.30, went to class, was done by 9.50, and that was the last – responsibility I had for the day. So that's certainly something that while I've been in college, I have not uh, gotten to experience. Yeah. And for the, uh, for the football side of it with me, uh, it's weird. We, we talked about a few episodes ago that this team is going to be different. Uh, we have a lot of people hitting the portal, graduation, people getting ready for pro day. So the office is different. Uh, a lot of empty coaches office. We did talk about coach Rogers, coach Buck, coach Archer, all going to Delaware with coach Cardi. So it's definitely different. We're going to talk about some new hires and stuff, but uh, we have our first meeting tomorrow. It's going to be on a Friday, and uh, we're going to see the new coaches, uh, see everybody back, and I'm excited, man. It's going to be a fun uh, fun season. Of course, we start the season with a and It's going to be a really exciting win or loss, but uh, hopefully we can get the win. Uh, last Piney Woods ever for, for quite a long time. That's going to be really special. So I'm excited. Uh, I think the mindset for the team is even if we're not going to be playoff eligible, you know, we still want to go out there and win and have a good time, get the young guys ready to roll for Conference USA. 
So, Hump, the first topic I want to talk about is Sam Houston and the new hires. And uh, we haven't announced it officially, but there's already been articles on Twitter. It's kind of been known, and the, they've been in the office. So starting off, we have O-line coach Cooper Bassett. He's a, he's a massive guy, but uh, he played D-line at Oklahoma State. He's coming over to Coast O-line. So Hump, from a fan, because now I guess you have the fan experience for us. I'm a football you- alum. Yeah. He's a better... Um, He's a better descriptor of me. I'm not just a fan. I'm, I'm, That's true. I'm still a part of the program in a way. You're like uh, a tier above. Right. There you, okay, I'll take that. I'll so, take that. But you, you're also a receiver. I have a ring, Dalton. You didn't really okay. spend a lot of time with I got the a ring. Dog. Yeah. yeah well, a real ring. Not the, I, we're not getting the another ring. One. Yeah. So uh, you didn't really spend time much in the trenches, but I do, you do know football. So what do you think about Coach Bassett and uh, how do you think he's going to affect this offensive line, which, I mean, we got a lot of guys coming back, but uh, we're, we're going to have to rebuild. Well, I've done some snooping around uh, on Twitter of Coach Bassett. Uh, he followed me back, actually, which, first off, good, good step in the right direction for him. Um, but, man, I really, I really like the, the Big 12 playing experience. I mean, how, how could you not like that in a coach? Um, you know, he, he was the offensive line coach at Southeastern Missouri, uh, an opponent that, that we played this last season. Um, and you know, I guess I can't have a true opinion of him until I meet him, but everything I've seen, everything I've read, uh, he he seems like it's a good hire. Yeah. It seems he brings a lot of big energy. He's a big fella and I'm really excited to get in there being a tight end. Uh, I'm going to have to interact with him a lot and, uh, I'm really excited. It's going to be cool. But the big one, the big thing we need to talk about is offensive coordinator and a really important job. You're making the offense. You're kind of creating everything. Cardi did a great job when he was here, but next up we have John Perry. He, uh, he did some time with the Texans. Uh, he coached D-Hop in the wide receivers. He started off as a tight ends coach. Then he was an offensive analyst at Rutgers. But now he's here. And Hump, man, this got to pump you up as, a, as an alum, as a former player, you know, seeing that we're probably going to be running an NFL-style offense, kind of something similar to the Texans run. I, you, I don't know. I can't tell you yet. I haven't, uh, he hasn't shown us any of his stuff yet. But how does this make you feel? I know uh, we talked about it earlier, and you're a little bit jealous because you didn't get to experience kind of this NFL style, but it's going to be fun. What are your first thoughts? Man, uh, anytime you can get a guy with NFL experience, uh, especially one that coached DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, that's that's really cool, uh, even if it was with the Texans. I don't know if that counts as NFL experience. Um, no, of course, of course that's awesome. Uh, he, he seems like a guy that is going to bring a lot of knowledge into that offensive uh, staff room and, you know, it's going to be different uh, going to a pro-style you know, offense. I know that's big for, for tight ends. That gets them really involved. Um, are we going to see under center stuff? That's, that's something that I don't remember the last time Sam Houston took, took a snap from under center. Yeah, man, I, I'm really excited to see what kind of offense we're going to run. I know the last offensive coach we had is Coach Merkins, who's the tight ends coach. And then you have Coach Garrett, who's a quality control. So they're going to, apparently from what I've heard, is they're going to, be, they're going to bring a lot of elements. So I think we might see some old Sam Houston. We might see some Houston Texans stuff. We might see some stuff from Rutgers. We might see some stuff that Coach Merkins likes from other places. So I really think this is going to be a dynamic offense. There's going to be a lot of things that we can throw out there. So maybe we will, we will be under center. And uh, huh, maybe maybe we use a fullback package. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, hey I, now. If, if they're listening to this, I, I'm saying this now. We need a fullback package. It's time to do it. But listen, but, you just need to you need to get in the weight room. Get get in the kitchen. I need you to beef up to about 250, 260, and just start laying the wood at fullback. Well, yeah, I mean that's uh that's kind of my thing is I I like to hit people and uh you know I got the tattoos going on my on my left arm. I'm uh all I'm, you need, you've got the you've got the finger tape and all you need to to complete the the final form of a, of a Division One 
collegiate fullback is a neck roll. I think that's all you're missing. Well, I always tell Merck this, and it's a funny story. I, I wore a neck roll in high school for one spring spring ball. It, they had the pads there. I was like, you know what? I want it. And it was the old school neck roll inside the pads. And it's tough because, you know, in a fullback <laughs> stance, you kind of get in the weird like catcher stance a little bit. At tight end, I'm in a full three-point stance. I can't move my head. So if I'm trying to look up, I can't see nothing. But uh, I will give a little spoiler for next year. There might be a new face mask coming in for, oh. for me. So. Oh, are you, are you going right down the middle? Like the little... Man, I kind of like the two bar with the one down the middle. Bears action? I, uh, it's an option, but I uh, think I'm going cool. to get something that makes okay. me look like a hoss. So okay. the fullback look will be there whether I'm playing that or not. But Coach Perry... Dalton, speaking of fullbacks, I think in, in the spirit of the NFL playoffs... Um, Let's see. Let's see what the Packers do, and then I think we should read it, reach out to a certain follower, um, see if we could have him on the pod. John Coon. Oh yeah, John Coon's podcast. We're 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 followees of each other, uh, so I don't know. Maybe we could get him on the pod. That would uh, that'd be really nice. To- Dal- Dalton would would he'd be so speechless. He he would have nothing to say out of straight awe because that is his all time favorite player. I would do most of the talking, yeah. uh, but, but Dalton would certainly uh, be excited to have John Kuhn on. I think the good thing about that too, is most of the guests that we've had have been, you know, cowboy fans or people from Texas. So I didn't really have someone to have my back when it comes to Packer talk. And finally, you know, I have someone who probably knows the Packers more than I do. And get on you a little bit. So hopefully the Packers, you know, this two weeks from now because we have a bye. Okay. And we're going to talk all about right, that. All right, but uh, all right. before we do that, Coach Perry, really excited. Uh, of course, I'll have more information as uh, we get ready. Uh, we're going to have spring ball in February, so that's going to be really fun. And a hump, um, we miss you, but uh, we know that you're going to be around. You're still going to be uh, – you'll probably have access to the field house anytime you want. <laughs> but uh, really excited. Sam Houston football, that's our update for now. Next up, we need to talk about the FCS National Championship because Boom. it happened. Yeah. <laughs> so Wait, you mean there was a game? They actually played it? Yeah. And so no, before we do that, and uh, of course, North Dakota State won, whatever, whatever. The big deal about the National Championship is the field. Frisco, Texas, Toyota Stadium. And this was a big subject because last year with us, when we played, Mark Ronowski tore his ACL, one of the first couple drives. And in this game... Montana State, touchdown Tommy, same thing, has an ankle problem, out for the game. So, Hump, are people just complaining? They need to stop whining? Or maybe is it time to have a new field for the national championship? I think people are just complaining, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, the the Tommy Malott injury, nothing to do with the field. Go back and watch the video. He just gets crunched up uh, on his ankle. Uh, and then a torn ACL, I mean... Dude, you could tear your ACL walking across the street. So I, I think those are weak excuses uh, to blame it on a professional sports stadium. Uh, somebody chimed in on Twitter saying that the uh, the grass in the stadium was built for 150-pound guys. I I mean, I, it's grass. It's 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 really <laughs> nice grass. Uh, it's remarkably it's remarkably well kept because of I mean there, there's really not much mud. Uh, of course, me and Dalton. We know firsthand because we played on it this year. There's really not a lot of mud. And, you know, guys, water makes things slippery. Uh, when it rains, it, it's slippery. Uh, and so I get it, whatever. There, there's some mess-ups on the field. But, dude, I mean, if unless you're playing on turf, that, that's going to happen. Well, look at NFL stadiums. I mean, that, that that's not any different. I think the venue itself is awesome. And I, I think being in Frisco, they you know, they do a really good job hosting that thing. Uh, and so, you know, Hey, I, I think we should, I think we should maybe just ease back on the, uh, on the field slander. Hump, uh, talking about the field too. It's a little thing, but did it hurt seeing 
the Montana State and the Bison logo terribly. It was. A, I wanted. I seeing that. I was like, man. I guess the only thing that could have made our national championship better was an orange end zone. Yeah, that would have been cool. But hump. Let's talk about the game. North Dakota State with the win, thirty-eight to ten. I mean, it was a bloodbath from the beginning. North Dakota State just balled out. I will say, I love the Bison. You know, fullback MVP. That's just. You'd love to see it. He, he scored a touchdown and did a leg dab. That's even cooler. Let's talk about this game, Hump. Uh, I watched a little bit of it, but like I said, we, we talked about it earlier. It, it's a little hard to watch because, of course, you want to be there, and the team that beat you was in the national championship. But give a review about this game, and then uh, we'll move on from FCS till next year. Man, same as you. Uh, I, I watched the first couple minutes of this game, and then the rest of it I just kept up on my phone. To be honest with you, it was tough this year to watch it. Uh, you know, you can say whatever you want about that. I, I don't really care. Uh, it was hard. And that, you know, I felt like that we were good enough to be back there. But that's football. That's why football is so special. Uh, that, that's what make, f- makes football so much different than other sports where, you know, you can lose a couple games in the playoffs and you still have, you know, metaphorically you have nine lives. Uh, in football, it's one and done. And, and Montana State beat us. They made it to the national championship. And and North Dakota State put it on them, uh, so you know rightfully so that that's a that's a big time deal. Their ninth national championship uh, in eleven years is that right? Yeah, uh, I mean that's that, that's simply incredible. John Coon or not John Coon? He looks like John Coon. Um, crap, I, I lost Hunter my, Hunter Hunter Lukey. He Luke, looks yeah. like John Coon to me, yeah. and it's green and yellow. Uh, you, you can see where I, I got that mixed up. I think he's an NFL fullback. Um, and and so for him to get MVP in the national championship, I think it was very deserving. Uh, but yeah, you know FCS until until next year, man. I guess okay. So since Sam Houston is not technically FCS anymore, we're gonna have to pick a new FCS team. I I have mine pretty easily. What, what do you, would you like to chime in on that? Like a like a team that we're gonna root for, right? Or? Right. I mean, I have yeah. I I know my my guys. I still have the zoo, so I have a couple options, but. Uh, I mean, if I had to pick a team right now, not that I think it's going to win, but just who are my boys, it's the Cadets. It's VMI, okay. Virginia Military Institute. I'm not going to turn my back on them. See, I, I'm going a completely different route. As far as FCS goes, I, I'm, a, I'm a Delaware Blue Hens fan Oh, now. yeah. I mean, yeah. that's my, my, my guys are there. Yeah. Archer, Cardi, Buckner, Sadiq. Let uh, me tell you, that, I, I've never had to experience a coaching change like that, not in high school, not in college. Uh, Coach Rogers went from tight ends to O line, so I mean that was there, but he was there. Hump, let me tell you, it's gonna be, it's gonna be so weird seeing all those guys in blue coaching for Delaware, even seeing Coach Cardi as like a head coach because I, he's been my offense coordinator. So it's gonna be weird watching them play a game, but I'm excited for them and uh, I hope they succeed. But VMI are my boys, the key debts. Um, so I, I don't know, but going back to the national championship game, a person I wanted to shout out from North Dakota State is uh, Cam Miller, the quarterback, a kid that. After they played Sam Houston, a lot of people had doubts, said he wasn't going to be the guy. They bring in a transfer, and uh, he he struggles. Cam goes in and just does his job. And now, of course, he's not throwing it like Eric Barrier or Eric Schmidt. He, he's doing his job, but he did enough to win the national championship, and that's what's important. And uh, Hunter Lukey, uh, the fullback, man, there's not a lot of fullbacks that are going to make it to the NFL because just as how many teams don't really run it anymore, that kid is a freak. You see the stats, and you just know that he's going to have a future ahead of him. But uh, we, ha- we have a couple questions about the FCS. And this happens every year that North Dakota State wins a national championship. And it's the question, should North Dakota State go to FBS? Now, as a football program, yeah, they're good enough. And I think they could probably compete. But they're just a, such a small program as a school as, as itself. So, Hump, the big question for you, 
Should North Dakota State go to FBS, follow Sam Houston and James Madison? I mean, they should. Uh, I, I would love to see them at FBS. I just don't know that they can. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people miss that uh, when when considering those those things like a move up. Uh, location is big. TV deals are big. Uh, facilities are big, and and I mean, there's just so many factors that go into it. Uh, and so, I, my guess is that if North Dakota State wanted to go, or, or excuse me, they want to. I'm saying if they could go to FBS, they would. Uh, so maybe they don't have an invite to a conference, or maybe it's just financially really bad for their university. Uh, and so if it could happen, it would happen, is my opinion. And then the last question for FCS before we finally close the doors, Hump, way too early, <laughs> like very way early, national championship game next year, and we can't even say the Bearcats because we may not be eligible. We don't really know the details yet. But not exclu- or excluding Sam Houston because you never know. Not including Sam Houston. That's a championship. Man, this, this, uh, this disgusts me uh, to the bottom of my heart. But if I had to pick a national championship next year, I would, uh, I would unfortunately go North Dakota State and, uh, and Montana. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. so you think the Grizz bounce back and uh, make it this next year? Yeah, I do. I do. Well, it's uh, it looks like that FCS with the departure of Sam Houston and James Madison is going to be a very Dakota Montana State run, you know, conference and, and division and, and program. Uh, you have South Dakota State, you have North Dakota State, you have uh, both Montanas. It's going to be weird. Hopefully, there'll be a new team that steps up, but uh, y- we don't know. We're going to have to see. So moving on, we go from one national championship to another. We go to the FBS national championship, Georgia and Alabama. Georgia with the win, finally. They uh, overcome the odds. They win 33-18. to 18. Hump, let's talk about this game. Really slow to begin with, a lot of defense, and then Georgia at the end. Stetson Bennett came out to play uh, with the underdog, Bryce Young. I don't know if you saw that, but he called himself an underdog when you had a former walk-on starting for the national championship game. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty funny. Uh <laughs> an underdog he, he's he was looked over his whole life he's the highest rated quarterback recruit in <laughs> Alabama history um but you know a tremendous season by him won the Heisman Trophy very very deserving uh but what a story from our boy Stetson Bennett uh a man that we kind of jokingly was was a big part of this podcast at least last year uh you you kind of I don't know. You 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 brought him into the uh, Georgia quarterback discussion kind of as a joke. I took it, uh, but dude, won the national championship. What a game! Uh, the score was was not a an actual depiction of how close that game was. I thoroughly enjoyed watching the game. Just, I mean, I, golly, you have to appreciate the size and the speed and the and the violence of, of both sides. I mean, offense, defense, just everything. Though that. Man, I mean, I've seen a lot of college football games in my life, but as far as just the eye test goes, that one was truly impressive. Yeah, and uh, just talking about college football bowl games this year in general, man, when we kind of talked about it, how we didn't feel that bowl games were important and it, it kind of we wanted to expand the playoffs, but it was a really good bowl season this year. There were a lot of good games, even with all the opt-outs that happened. There were some really fun games that we got to watch, and, and that game was just the epitome of them all. Georgia's defense is insane. Bryce Young was able to throw for, what, like 369 yards, and he held them to 18 points. Their D-line and their, their front five was just killing everybody. Their corners were good. It's a fun game to watch. Uh, you stopped Alabama's run game, and that's all it took. You, you made Bryce now, they Young. Did, they did lose Jamison Williams, yeah. and they were, they were already without John Mechie. Uh, now, 
Obviously, those are those are two of the better players on Alabama, but I'm sure that their subs were were probably uh, four and five stars receivers. Yeah, and they did really well. And Bryce Young, like I said, was still able to throw for 300 plus yards. But uh, you, if you stop Alabama's run game, you're going to do the job. Bill O'Brien just couldn't figure it out. Uh, offense coordinator for Alabama. So, Hump got a couple questions, of course. Stetson Bennett, in your opinion, is he an NFL quarterback? No. No, he's not an NFL quarterback. I, don't, I, I agree. Yeah, he's, he's not. Um, I mean, dude, I'll be honest with you. I don't know that Bryce Young is. Uh, really? I just Well, and, and I mean, I feel like the way the NFL is going is it seems that quarterback fair. is kind of that what's going to totally be. That is totally fair. Totally fair. Now, let's not just say, you know, if you win the Heisman, you're, you're an NFL quarterback because I can give you a long list of guys that, that won the Heisman or, or were Heisman hopefuls that were nothing in the NFL. It, it's, it's a different sport, uh, in, in my opinion. I think the NFL and college – are completely different. Uh, but Bryce Young, obviously, he's got a long, long ways to go. How much does Setson Bennett have? What, what grade is he? See, I don't know. That's because co- I never that, know anymore because of COVID. Yeah. So he walked on his first year, went JUCO, okay, came back, and that was the year that he. That uh, was last year, yeah, twenty twenty, yeah. And then he's this year, so so he might have two years left. Well, yeah, and with COVID, maybe maybe three, right? JUCO is going to count as a year. Last year is going to count as a year. Unless he redshirted that first year as a as a walk on. He would have. Yeah. I mean he would have redshirted as a walk on and then played one year at JUCO. But I'm gonna be honest, that first you know, the score the defense was doing good on both sides. But Stetson Bennett did not look very good. I think that's fair. Um and, and in his defense, I mean that's that's obviously the biggest game that he's ever played in. Uh in, in you know, biggest stage, brightest lights. Uh and, and it's I think it's perfectly reasonable that at first he didn't look his best, but when it mattered the most, he made the throws that he needed to make. I mean, that the long touchdown up the sideline in the back of the end zone could not have been a better thrown ball. And then the, the final question for FBS, and uh, we just did it with FCS way too early. National championship. Is it going to be a rematch? Is there somebody else that you think can come in now? This is hard because there's a lot of transferring going around. Uh, a lot of big quarterbacks going different places. Of course, we talked about the Texas transfer, and uh, the the new one is Caleb Williams, crystal balled to USC. I know Jackson Dart, the starting quarterback for USC, he hit the portal, so a lot of people think that Caleb Williams is following Lincoln Riley. So does that change your opinion? Do you think that they might fall in, or uh, do you, it's going to be a rematch, SEC matchup? Who, in your mind, is the best shot for a national championship? Well, uh, for starters, Bama. I mean, how how could you bet against them? Uh, two years ago, you bet that that they would not make the playoffs. Yeah, silly, uh, silly. Uh, and this year, I don't think either of us picked them to win it. Uh, we which, both believed in Clemson, which uh, we saw how that turned out. <laughs> you pick you pick A and M, and I picked Clemson to win the national <laughs> championship. So that, those went bad. Um, you know, Dalton. If I had to pick a national championship right now, and this is boring, what I'm going to say. But uh, give me Bama and Ohio State. Give me Man, Ohio I was, State. I was just about to say CJ Stroud, State, maybe. dude. But even more impressive than CJ Stroud was Jackson Smith Nyingba, whatever it is, <laughs> in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, break it. Which, I, that's the Rose Bowl the, was a fantastic game. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, that's one of the that's one of the most impressive receiver outings that I've ever seen. And even aside from him. Didn't Marvin Harrison's son have three touchdowns in yeah, the Rose Bowl? Yeah, you unreal. Know. And this is after two of Ohio State's uh, uh, Chris Olave and out. Garrett Wilson. Yeah, so I, I think Ohio. State, oh, and they've got uh, Trayvon Henderson, yeah. who, who's a freshman running back. You know what the funny thing about that game is uh, Utah starting quarterback, Texas. Texas, Texas. I know uh, Cameron, Cameron Rising. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, man, and this this comes to two thinking about national championship for Texas, and we always talk about we always we do this every year. 
you know, the quarterback, Quinn Ewers. Does he become the starting quarterback? And if he does, how much does that change Texas' chances? And I know we're a little biased. We always say that Texas is going to be back. But with B. John Robinson. Well, he, so they released the way too early Heisman Trophy odds. And B. John Robinson is fifth. And Quinn Ewers is sixth. Yeah, so I mean. That's unreal. If he shows out, I mean, with, with, a, week, with a week of conference, I don't know. And, and what's the freshman receiver's name? Xavier Worthy? Is that yeah, his name? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's the best freshman receiver in the country. So you got to think about Texas. Of course, Texas A&M, the number one recruiting class ever of all time. Wow. They, they signed so many five stars. I would, I would say Texas A&M is not going to do it next year. That they eventually. But, but three years from now. Unfortunately, Texas A&M is probably going to be very good. I am excited for Max Johnson to be, you know, maybe the starting quarterback because that kind of gives A&M a, a real quarterback to play oh, with. Oh, you, you're, you're taking the LSU. That's the LSU transfer. Yeah, he, well, so they've he, got options because they've got him. They've still got. Uh, they've still got the Longview kid. I can't think of his name. Um, who was their starting quarterback to start the year? Uh, oh, uh, I, I know who you're talking about. Why, why, why are we going blank right he, now? Did he break his leg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, and then Zach Calzada came in. God, I, you know, I don't know why. I yeah, he that, was but, a future, but... No, yeah, but then... And then they've got the Bridgeland kid, yeah. uh, the number one uh, dual-threat quarterback in the country. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, they got lots of options. So that's good for a maybe in a few years, but I, I agree with you. I think Alabama, Ohio State is definitely your, your safe pick. Maybe Clemson comes back. You have Michigan, of course. They're going to rebuild. You, you have maybe Notre Dame. I don't know. A lot of options. Transfer portal is going wild. Haynes so, King. Uh, Haynes King. King. Yeah, I don't, that was silly that we couldn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, really exciting. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs, one of the best defenses we'll ever see in a long time. And uh, just like FCS, we're closing the door on FBS hump. College football is over. This was, uh, this was a really fun ride. And uh, just like that, you blink an eye, it's over. What was a... Uh, if you could remember throughout the whole season, there's a lot of good memories. What was your favorite, and this not counting Sam Houston, what was your favorite FCS football memory that you remember from this season? And what it, was can't your, be, it can't be Sam it Houston. It can't be Sam Houston. And then what was your favorite FBS? Boy, that's tough. You just put me right on the spot. <laughs> um, I, think, um, I think my favorite, and this is kind of a cop-out answer what I'm about to say, but I think my favorite part of the FCS season this year was just keeping up with everything coming off of a national championship. It, week to week, it was so different. It, it wasn't we were chasing anybody. Like, every week we knew we were going to be number one. It was, hey, who's going to fall in behind us? And so I think, I think that was a lot of fun. That, that, that brought a lot of joy to me and, and you know, a lot, of, a lot of good conversation for Walk on Radio. FBS, I mean, golly, I uh, – it's just tough. My, my my Longhorns weren't any good. Um, I don't know what 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 do you got for FBS? Uh, well, mine. I have two. If if I'm thinking of games and like not moments for me, but games, I think Michigan Ohio State because how long I hyped that up and I wanted Michigan yeah, to finally get it done. I think A and M versus Alabama when A and M gets the win. Uh, I picked. You remember, you remember where we were that night? We were all at uh, we were all at Trapper. Uh, Pennell's house, yeah. uh, and that was we were all like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, is <laughs> is, is this really going to happen? Uh, personal memory is for FBS uh, the Christmas break, being able to watch all the bowl games with my mother. They're really fun. She enjoys watching them. She she always has a funny reaction to everything, so that's always fun. And then for FCS, uh, and I, it doesn't really, I guess it counts as Sam Houston, but when we watched UIW versus SFA, that was uh, a fun memory. Yep. It was really fun I just because how good of a game it was. Mm-hmm. It uh, became really exciting at the end. So it was a fun season. Uh, a lot of things came on. 
Uh, Fear the FCS. It's back. Uh, even though, like we've said before, we might not be able to play for a national championship, we're still in the FCS for one more year on our way out. So we're going to have fun. And then in two years, we're at Conference USA, and we're going to be an FBS program. But uh, enough enough college football because we have a lot of NFL to talk. But before we do that, we have some fantasy, and it's time, mm. home. Time to announce, and uh, you saw it on Twitter, but mm. officially announced the winner of the Walk-On Radio Fantasy League, and then, of course, your league. Everyone's dying to know, did you get it done? Uh, man, in dramatic fashion, I want to say a huge congratulations to Nicholas Wilson. Uh, he's been a huge fan of Walk-On Radio since the beginning, as far as I'm concerned. He, he, he's in the top ten of the Pick'Em, won our Fantasy Football League. Uh, we, we're going to have him on the episode soon. Um, so congratulations. I mean, David versus Goliath type upset in the Super Bowl over my dad, Tory Humphreys. His team was, was unbeatable, but, but on that day, and that's the beauty of fantasy football, Dalton, you never know what's going to happen. Tory Humphreys fell, did not get it done. And Nicholas Wilson will forever reign supreme as the first ever walk on radio fantasy football league, Super Bowl champion. I think the thing about it too, that's crazy is. Your dad score was pretty pretty good. It probably yeah. wins in most weeks, but Nicholas had I think over 180 points, which is for a first time fantasy guy like me, I've never seen that before. I kind of range between 100, 120, 130, and I don't know like what the normal high amount is, but 180 is insane, but he had multiple 30 point uh players. It was just he was right place right time. Right? No, no doubt, no doubt. And Dalton um I mean, when it comes to my league, uh, it's our 11th year. You know, and I, I was able to get it done, Dalton. I, <laughs> I, I won my seventh title. Is it boring uh, for you now? Are you North Dakota State? Do you just lift the trophy up and kind of toss it in the, in the closet? I, uh, I am North Dakota State. I am Tom Brady. Uh, and no, I, I, I treat everyone like it's my first. Uh, I did my normal, you know, I bought a jersey of my best player. I got a, I got a little, little fake little fantasy football ring. Got the trophy engraved. Uh, so, you know, just, just I mean... You can say what you want about it. You can say, ah, you, you know, maybe you're not in a good league. There's nine other guys that are trying to do the same thing I am. Uh, and so, you know, I'm excited for next year. My, my favorite part of fantasy football is probably the anticipation leading up to the draft. So the offseason is, is a lot of fun uh, for me. Um, you know, I expect I, I'm, I'm kind of – there's going to be some changes in my fantasy football uh, realm. Uh, I've got some plans, maybe some opportunities to uh, – kind of try and give you guys some advice, maybe write a little book on, on fantasy football success, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe offer a little preseason rankings action, uh, kind of the, the algorithm that I use when, when heading into the draft because, you know, it's worked for me, uh, and so maybe it'll work for you. But it's been fun keeping up with fantasy football. I know you guys see my tweets and, and hear us talk about it in Fantasy Football Corner, but that time is over, and now it is officially, officially the NFL playoffs. Well, let's get right into it. And, of course, we're going to run through some scores before we get to the big picture of the playoffs. And starting with Packers and Cowboys, we'll go ahead and go with the Cowboys first. Dominating win. Talk to me about it. Man, Dalton, it was good. Uh, Obviously, we played against a lot of backups against Philly, but that's okay. Uh, You know, if you're supposed to blow somebody out, then blow them out. And that's exactly what the Cowboys did. Dak looked good. Zeke looked as good as he's looked in a long time. Uh, Amari, he he was involved. and, And our defense was without Micah Parsons. Uh, our best defensive player, as far as I'm concerned, um, but it was just overall, it was a good, it was a good outing, good, good little tune-up game heading into the playoffs, and uh, I feel good. Yep, and of course uh, we're gonna get to it, but you have been selected through the games, through everything. 
San Francisco 49ers are in, and they're playing the Dallas Cowboys. Talk to me about this game. It is three versus six, but San Francisco is not a six team. They're, they're really talented in all ends of the board. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's worried about his future. He said it's affecting him this whole season. So this could be his last game as a 49er. We might be, it might be Trey Lance season, but Hump, a little nervous. How do you feel about this game, and uh, are you confident that you're going to get this win? Well, first off, what a what a unbelievably weird last day of the season. Uh you know, the Lions beat Green Bay. I know it was a game that didn't matter, but that's still, I mean, that's crazy. Um, you know, you had you had a couple things that had to happen for the Cowboys to jump up to that third seed, and they did. Uh, and I think even though even though the Niners are, are a really good team, and, and I'm worried, um, it was the best thing that could have happened because, and, and here's, here's my ultimate deciding factor on that. We There were three teams realistically that we could have ended up with. We could have ended up with the Los Angeles Rams, led by Matthew Stafford. We could have played the Arizona Cardinals, led by Kyler Murray. Or we could play the San Francisco 49ers, led by Jimmy Garoppolo. And in those three teams right there, which quarterback would you rather play? Yeah, I, I agree with Easy you Easy answer. Too. Easy I mean, answer. overall, though, this NFC is so tough. And oh, no doubt. Any situation is a bad situation. The, the only good thing is you're at home, and I think that's going to be a big advantage. But uh, talking about the Packers uh, real quick, you're right. We took the loss to Detroit. Uh, Aaron Rodgers played one half. He wanted to break Devontae's record. Uh, Jordan Nelson, uh, he finally broke it. Man, the, my overall reaction about this game is I am not excited for Jordan Love. I just, I don't, he goes out there and he plays. And he's playing, he played a whole half against Detroit. Then Detroit is not a good team. And Jordan Love just doesn't look ready. And I know I hope Aaron Rodgers stays. I think we're going to give him the opportunity. He, he's shown that he likes it more, and I think he's excited about being in Green Bay. But Jordan Love, I think, needs a couple more years. And I still don't think Jordan Love is the answer. So I want somebody else. But he just does not look comfortable. And, of course, receivers drop balls. It, it was very imminent. Uh, they, were, they weren't catching a lot of his things. But, man, you can't lose Detroit like that. You, you had your starting O-line in, so you weren't getting beat up. So... I'm excited for the playoffs. We get the first round by. We bring everybody back. Uh, I know Zadari Smith is back. Uh, Whitney Merciless is back. Jair Alexander is back. So everyone's going to be back. So I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to see who we play. It's it's going to be a low seed. So Philly, if they beat Tampa, San Francisco, if they beat Dallas, maybe Arizona, maybe the Rams. We we don't know yet. But uh, I'm excited. Playoffs are here. Packers, we uh, we're in it and we're we're gonna get rolling. So next up in in scores, we have Kansas City and Denver. Kansas City with the win, twenty eight to twenty four. Kansas City, they have a I think an easy matchup, and we're we're gonna talk about that later. Washington football team, they beat the New York Giants twenty two to seven. Giants coach is gone. Thank God he almost a lot made. of coaches gone. Yeah, Black, Black Monday was uh, was there was a lot of victims. A lot of people thought that he was gonna stick around, but he eventually got fired. Thank goodness. Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Pittsburgh with the win in crazy fashion. But everyone thought it was Big Ben's last game. But he stayed in. He got the win uh, last minute, and they're in. They got a tough game in Kansas City, but uh, maybe they can do it. In the in the big news of the week, Indianapolis and Jacksonville. Jacksonville with the win, twenty six to eleven, and Indianapolis, a team that we were talking about, Super Bowl, we were talking about MVP. Indianapolis has been eliminated. Hump, that's your team. That's I'm your crushed, boy. man. I'm crushed. Man. Uh, Jonathan Taylor deserves better. Um, and, and I'll be honest with you, Dalton. If I if I had to t- if you told me, Ryan, okay, you get you get seven, maybe eight teams that, that you would pick to win the Super Bowl, I guarantee the Indianapolis Colts would be one of them. I, yeah. I think when, whenever you can run the ball like that and you have defense like that into the playoffs, you have a shot. But a uh, man, it's just 
It's unfortunate they didn't get in. Uh, AFC, man, I just think that this playoffs is weak for that side. I really think I do the too. NFC is going to be the Super Bowl winner, whoever is it, whoever it is. But uh, I, it's Kansas City versus the NFC. This, it seems sound, like. this sounds silly what I'm about to say, and obviously I realize that there's seven teams in the bracket uh, as far as the AFC goes. But dude, the I mean, the more I look at it, I see two teams that are good enough to win the Super Bowl. And that's the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. But even the Buffalo Bills are they kind of fell off this back half of the season. I just I I would if if I if I had the choice to have Josh Allen on my team or to play against Josh Allen, I'd pick to have Josh Allen on my team because yeah, he, he's an X factor. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Tennessee and Houston. Tennessee with the win, twenty eight to twenty five. Close though, huh? It was close. Davis Mills. I, I'm with you. I I, I think <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, he had a great back half. He really did, uh, and and I did win my bet against Merck on the uh, on the unders for the wins. Uh, I didn't forget about that, Coach Merkins. If you're listening to this, but yeah, Davis Mills, man, is he the future quarterback of the Houston Texans? I, I think so. And the crazy thing is, is they fired their head coach today. This is a Thursday. I disagree, man. Terrible decision, dude. Let him. Let him. I think I think these bad teams like okay let's take the Lions for instance they would have th- there's no way they have thought about firing Dan Campbell after a bad year because all. he sees how his players are rallying around him and maybe that's the same situation with the Houston Texans dude they've played close games I mean they just beat the Chargers they they almost just beat the the number one seed Titans give, give the guy a chance well the rumor is on Twitter is uh is that they fired that his whole job this year was kind of be the guy that take the blame and, and take the shot. And they wanted him here for a year, kind of do your thing, have a bad season, get rid of him because, and this happens every year. So you never know, but Josh McDaniel Patriots coach, you know, every year they say he's finally going to do it. He's finally going to do it. He's going to lead the Patriots. And I know he's waiting for Bill to give it up. That dude must over. suck in interviews Yeah, because well, he's been the most sought out assistant for like, five or six years the whole conspiracy theory is that he's purposely blowing these interviews so he can stay a patriot until bill belichick leaves which will be never because he can never die but i feel like once he goes like the patriots franchise just ceases to exist <laughs> but i think that he a lot of people think he's the next coach of the texans that they only use this guy as a stepping stone but he did a good job for what he had the terrible team that he had uh, he was able to get it done, and he he made Davis Mills a quarterback that now people are thinking, well, he has a future with the Texans. So excited for them. Maybe the Texans will bounce back. We'll have to see. Uh, next up, we have Seattle and Arizona. Seattle with the win, 38-30. to Man, Seattle. It's weird not seeing the playoffs. Russell Wilson will be back. Will he be back as a Seahawk? We don't know. I want to throw a hot take out there. Maybe Let's it's not it. a hot take. I do not think Russell Wilson will be a Seattle Seahawk come 2022. Well, you ready for this other hot take? And this is, you know, the rumor mill. I didn't make you this. You say that Dak is not going to be a Cowboy? Because no, no, no. that's what it was last year. <laughs> Russell Wilson in the black and gold of Pittsburgh. Mm. Oh, I'm going a different black and gold. Russell Wilson in New Orleans. Oh. So the two names I've heard for Pittsburgh is Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Whatever. Aaron Rodgers not going. Russell Wilson, I don't know if he fits Pittsburgh, but I think he fits New Orleans. And that would be that'd be weird. But it'd be it'd be nice. The destination that if if Aaron Rodgers went somewhere, the destination that I would almost guarantee that he would end up at is the Denver Broncos. I think I think the Broncos or the Niners. I think that if he's available, I feel the Niners would take him. I'm sorry, Trey dude, Lance. Dude, listen, but but I'm I'm telling you as a as a guy that you know, I, I would love to see Aaron Rodgers leave the Packers because they, they're <laughs> great. But 
if that did happen, if he wanted to be traded or whatever, dude, trade trade for Trey Lance. We'll, Ooh, we'll yeah. Hey, we'll take Trey Lance, and we will give you Aaron Rodgers. That's a great trade. That's a steal. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have that much. That'd longer. be a terrible choice on the Niners. You think so? Yeah. But, okay. What if they felt like? What if they felt like they do that? They win the Super Bowl next year. I mean, because that's going, the ultimate goal. Yeah. If you're going, if you're one of those guys that are going all in for one season, yeah, but. You're trading away your future, your franchise guy for a guy that, you know, and I, I'm not a biased man. I'm a Packer fan, but he's only got a few years left. Right. So I think I would love it as a Packers fan. We get the future quarterback for our team. But, man, I just – for the Niners, that'd be a dumb decision. And, of course, we'd want more than that. So it would be Trey Lance, maybe another big player and a few picks. And uh, I think just think that's a lot. But if you want to go all in, if you think you're just one piece away, then I, it's obviously a good choice. Next up, we have Carolina and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay with the dominating win, 41-17. Carolina, they're going to have to bounce back. They said, we are not trading Christian McCaffrey. We have no interest. So that's good. He's uh, he's not staying, or he's staying in Carolina, but uh, got some injury problems. We're going to have to see about that. Next up, we have the Niners and the Los Angeles Rams. In, uh, in crazy fashion, the Niners with the win get themselves in the playoffs, and the Rams, it didn't really matter for them. They want to get the win, but uh, they're still in. They have a big game. Next up, we have Cincinnati and Cleveland. Cleveland with the win, 21-16. to Cincinnati, man, a team that I'm excited for in the playoffs, but I'm not because it can either go really well or they're just going to get absolutely destroyed. I don't, know, I don't know what to expect, what Cincinnati team we're going to get. Next up, we have Chicago and Minnesota. Minnesota with the win, 31-17. This game did not matter. Neither teams are in. We do not care. And then we have New Orleans and Atlanta. Atlanta loses 30-20. to uh, I've asked you before. I'm going to ask you again now that they've been eliminated from playoff contention. Matt Ryan, last year, was it or will it? Or he's got a couple of years left? That's a really tough question um, because I was very sure that Ben Roethlisberger would be done last year uh, and not play this year, and I was wrong. Uh, so I feel like whatever I say for Matt Ryan, it's going to be the opposite. Uh, so I think that... His best days are are behind him, but I, I still think that there's a shot that he's the Atlanta Falcons quarterback next year. Now, I would not be surprised if Atlanta drafted a quarterback. Maybe it was kind of a one-year transition deal uh, because they really surprised a lot of people this year. They, they had a shot to make the playoffs uh, with, with a couple weeks left in the season. Uh, obviously, Kyle Pitts, most, uh, most receiving rookie yards as a tight end since Mike Ditka. So, you know, maybe God. Mike Dicka. Wow, right? That, there right. hasn't been another rookie tight end other than Mike Dicka. No, no, uh, that that's it's tough. Uh, maybe for, you get Calvin Cowboys. Ridley back, Cordero Patterson, great year. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll see what the future holds for old Matty Ice. Yeah, they're gonna need a lot of O line help. Matt Ryan got pretty beat up out there, but uh, if he stays, uh, I think Atlanta has a has a good chance. Next up, we have Buffalo, the New York Jets. The Jets with the win, twenty seven to ten. Uh, Buffalo, man, they, I know they're probably resting their people. They're in, they're in. But uh, they, they got to pick it up. They have a big playoff run. And then we have New England and Miami. Miami with the win, 33-24. to uh, Miami, coach fired. Yeah, that's crazy. Terrible choice. So the only thing I've heard, the only thing I've heard is that if you fire a guy of that caliber, you already had another guy lined up. And there are close ties with Coach Harbaugh, Michigan Coach Harbaugh, with the owner uh, of, of the uh, Miami Dolphins. So what are your thoughts on that? Really? Yep. Well, I heard the Harbaugh might be going to Chicago. Okay, but okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I want him to stay in Michigan. I feel like he's right there. He he's got it in his grasp. He's really close. 
But uh, if he goes to Miami, he's got some good weapons. The question for you is, is Tua, and I've asked this before, but is Tua, the, is he the franchise guy? Or do you think they move on from him as well? Yeah, I you know, Tua, I don't know that they move on from him next year. Uh, but I, I just think that one day they're going to realize that he is not going to get them to a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, great, great last half of the season for Miami, but I, I just don't know that two is the answer. And then, of course, the last game, we have the Chargers and the Raiders win or get or get eliminated hump. Crazy fashion. The tie almost happened until the Chargers decide to call timeout. Talk to me about this game. Yeah, this is this is so weird. Uh, I, I can't remember a time where the last game of the season um, if, it, if they tied, they both get in the playoffs. Uh, winner goes to the playoff. Loser goes home. But what a, I mean, the NFL, I know they were just in a, in a panic uh, with, with the thought that that game could end in a tie. Um, and I know that the Steelers, they, they, their worst, worst nightmare was so close. And I think until, until the Chargers called timeout. Uh, worst decision he's ever made, my goodness. I mean, dude, the goal is to get in the playoffs, okay? I know, you know, nobody wants to tie normally. But if a tie means that you go to the NFL playoffs and have a chance to win the Super Bowl, take the tie. Yeah, and there's a video on Twitter showing that a couple of the players were talking. He asked, you can read lips, were y'all going to take a knee and, and tie? And they nodded yes. Yep. So I guess they just got nervous that maybe they were going to try to kick a field goal, and, and uh, the rate, they blew it. And so my wishy-washy Chargers have officially been eliminated, and officially they are wishy-washy. But maybe next year. We all know how it goes. I, I promote them one year. The next year they go crazy. So we'll have to see. But, Hump, enough of that. We have some playoff pick em. So uh, we're going to do this a little differently because the pick'em is over. Whoa. I need you to, <laughs> I need you to announce why the pick'em's over. Well, the pick'em is and, ended. And, and what it ended up as. Pick'em is over. It is uh, it's officially ended. We have a, a winner. We have a new king. No, 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 no. He's finally. All hail Lord Humphreys, the pick'em king. Yeah. I guaranteed this, Dalton. I, I, I saw this in my future. The first time that we have a, a nationwide pick'em challenge, I said I would do it. I did it. It was close. You, you and Coach Barnes, Drippy Barnes, he was coming. It wasn't that close. But I did it, man. I did it. And it feels good. Congratulations. It, you, feels, it feels good. You do hold the crown for this year. I ended up ninth, so I don't even think I'm like a high sergeant. I might be a jester at this point, but I'm coming back. We have New Year next year, and I'm going to be How better. How about Jill with the seventh place finish? Yeah. Isn't that something? I'm a little suspicious. I think, uh, I think once you knew you had it, you helped her out a little bit. But uh, for this pick it's just me and you. And uh, before you make your pick, give a little preview. And we kind of do it already, but uh, we haven't really talked about the playoff games. So give a little preview, and then your pick. Let's start off with the AFC because it sucks. First up. <laughs> Both we- our horses are in the <laughs> other race, uh, so we can talk about the AFC first. First up, we have 7-2, and two, Pittsburgh and Kansas City. At Kansas City Hump, give a preview and then give your pick. Man, uh, not much to say about this one. I don't think there's any possibility that the Steelers get a win in this one. It would take a, a crazy injury, uh, and I still don't even know then. But Pittsburgh, pretty much no reason to be in the playoffs, if you ask me. Uh, I think the Chargers are better. I think the Colts are better. Uh, and that's, but that's just how the cards fail. So congrats for making the playoffs. This is the end of the road. This is the end of Ben Roethlisberger's career. And Patrick Mahomes is going to the second round. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger said it himself, he says, people think that we're the worst team here. We're just going to have fun, enjoy it while it's there. You never know what could happen, but give me Kansas City here. I think Patrick Mahomes will do what he has to do. He hasn't looked the best this year, but he's still Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs with that offense, and Pittsburgh have a good defense. T.J. Watt broke the record this year, but uh, I don't know. 
of following TJ Watt, defensive MVP. It's a, it's a lot of, that was my preseason pick. Somebody tweeted that if Aaron Donald wins it this year, you might as well just give it to him at the beginning of the year because it doesn't matter. But, uh, nah, it'd be TJ Watt. People have said TJ Watt for MVP. No. Even though he broke the record? He tied the record. Or tied the record. No, not MVP. I agree. Who is the MVP? MVP? I mean, the media says it's Aaron Rodgers, but I, after I posted who I thought it was, I got to look into it more. Uh, I don't know that it shouldn't be Tom Brady. I don't know that it shouldn't be Cooper Cup. Well, I, if you heard Raven Bark, I think he agreed that it's Aaron Rodgers, clearly. Uh, yeah, he hasn't thrown as many yards as Tom Brady, but he's done less interceptions. His QBR is better. And, uh, his Tom team, Brady, most completions in a season ever. God, he's 44. He's 44. Jeez. The GOAT? I don't know. No, Aaron Rodgers is a GOAT. He's no. going to win MVP, and he's going to top it with a Super Bowl finally. But next up, we have 6-3, and three, New England and Buffalo. This is a matchup we've seen before, and New England kind of came back after the first uh, little little struggle in the beginning, and Buffalo started strong, struggled in the, in the, at the end. So, Hump, review, and then who's your pick? I picked Kansas City for the first game. I don't know if I said it yet. Yeah, Dalton, I, uh, man, I, I, I'm such a Josh Allen fan. Uh, I actually bought a uh, Wyoming Josh Allen jersey uh, because of how well he did for my fantasy football team this year. So big Josh Allen guy, big Bills Mafia guy. That If I had to pick a team in the AFC that I would want to make it, I would pick the Buffalo Bills. If I had to pick the team that I think will make it, I would pick the Buffalo Bills. Back in March, when we, when we made our way too early NFL Super Bowl prediction, if you remember correctly, I had the Dallas Cowboys versus the Bills. That is still a very possible Super Bowl um, matchup. And so for that, I am sticking with the Buffalo Bills. It's supposed to be sub-zero temperatures uh, on Saturday night for that matchup. But uh, it's one-to-one. But the Bills are going to come out on top in the playoffs. Well, I'm after not so fast there, my friend. Uh, I've been picking uh, the we Patriots We saw the bracket on Twitter. We, did. we saw it. Uh, I've been picking the Patriots a lot. And, uh, man, I just think, I think Bill Belichick, kind of like playoff Brady, we have playoff Bill Belichick. And uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how playoff Mac Jones does. But give me, give me the Patriots here. I think they make the run like they always do. And uh, do I think they're going to go all the way? No. But uh, I think they upset Buffalo here and uh, send Josh Allen home uh, pack. And he's got a few more years till he gets to where he and where everyone thinks he needs to be. And then finally, in the matchup, we have five and four, Las Vegas versus Cincinnati. Las Vegas, of course, made it in in surprising fashion. No, that's, that's, uh, is that five and four? Yeah. How did be. Las Vegas get fifth? Is that right? Oh, my gosh. I guess you're right. I hope so. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And then we have Joe Burrow, wishy-washy McGee, wow. along with the Chargers. But uh, Cincinnati Bengals, their their offense is good versus Las Vegas. Max Crosby was bullying the uh, the Chargers. So who you got? And uh, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I, I, do, I do not think Las Vegas is all that. I mean, they, they've had some success this year, but they have definitely been wishy-washy. Having said all that, they, they beat the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. So, you know, I can't I can't say too much, but... I, you know, props to him for getting in. Uh, obviously, that that's the first goal. Uh, but I think Cincinnati is hot right now. I think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are are playing as good as any duo in the NFL. And if you saw my bracket, I got a little upset. Got a little upset train cooking for the old Cincinnati LSU Bengals. Uh, so so give me the Bengals in this one. Yeah, I went with the Bengals as well. Uh, man, Las Vegas is just, they've been so hit or miss for me. We were high on them in the beginning of the year, and they just had so many ups and downs. But let me tell you, when it comes to, like, a fourth-quarter comeback, Derek Carr knows what he's doing. He, uh, he barely loses when he's down at that time. But give me Cincinnati. I think they're going to score a lot of points, and they're going to get ahead, and they're going to get this win. 
But, uh, you know, next matchup would then be the Chiefs. And we're going to talk about that next week. But uh, hopefully they didn't get there. Let's do some NFC action. First up, we have 7-2, and two, Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. Um, I think I know who you're taking here. But uh, talk to me about this game and who's going to win. You know, Dalton, um, I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game. But what I do want to say is that I think the Eagles have a long shot in this one. Not a, not a, not a real shot, but a long shot. Uh, this is not going to be... If it's a blowout, it's a blowout, but I, I'm thinking it's not going to be a blowout. I think that any time the better team is playing against a lesser team that has a quarterback that can kind of throw, but he, he can run and create problems for, for normal defenses, you've got a shot. You've got a shot for the upset. Uh, maybe something weird happens. Tampa Bay is without a lot of their weapons. Uh, obviously, as a Cowboys fan, I would love to see a, uh, a Philadelphia upset here because that means if we win – then uh, we would be at home next round. Uh, but I- I'm taking Tampa Bay here. Uh, I am excited to keep up with this one. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going with Tampa Bay as well. But, man, Philadelphia, just a team that kind of kind of struggled really bad but came out of nowhere. We talked about them. Jalen Hurts, I think uh, he really stepped up. I don't know if he's a franchise guy for sure, but I, the, the Eagles really surprised a lot of people. But Tampa Bay's going to win this game. Playoff Brady is unstoppable. He is a freak of nature. And uh, they're going to move up. A lot of people have Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl again. Uh, of course, I disagree. I think the Packers are going to beat them in the NFC Championship. You have uh, the Cowboys and the Bucks, I think. Or is it Packers Bucks? In what? Or in, in your in your uh, Twitter pick them? The NFC you? Championship. Yeah, you had Cowboys and Cowboys Bucks. Rams. Rams. Yeah, because the Cowboys would have to play the Bucks next round. Okay, well then we'll we'll get to that later. Right, but uh, right. I'm going with Tampa Bay here. I think playoff Brady is going to come out even without his star receivers. He still has Gronkiki, Gronkowski. <laughs> who is uh, going to catch about six touchdowns now. He's a freaking nature as well. Next up, we have six and three, San Francisco and Dallas. Tell me why you think Dallas is going to win, but give me a review first. Man, I uh, all week, we you know, on Twitter, on, on the news outlets, you've been hearing that, that of the top three seeds, the Cowboys are the biggest threat to being upset. You know, oh, it's a terrible matchup for the Cowboys, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're hearing that. They're hearing that, and that's that's lighting a fire under Dak Prescott, Micah Parsons, and the rest of the gang. And I, I, I'm telling you, when we bumped up to that third seed, the path to the Super Bowl became a very – not easy. It's certainly not going to be easy. The NFC is loaded, but it became an obtainable goal. And and I really think that if the Cowboys if, – if we get the Dallas Cowboys that we're capable of getting, they're going to be a very, very, very tough out. Uh, Dak, Dak playing good football, the defense playing good f- football, creating turnovers, getting the ball into the receiver's hands, letting Zeke eat, getting Tony Pollard involved. Cowboys are going to be one of the toughest outs in the NFL playoffs. I believe that they can do it, but with all that having said, I'm excited for this Sunday. I'm actually, I'm fired up. Actually, I think about it. First thing I think of when I wake up, first thing I think about when I go to bed, I'm pumped up playoff football. It's been a while for me. Let's do it. Cowboys. Um, I'm going to have to agree with the Twitterverse, the whole world. This, I think out of the three top seeds, the Cowboys have the best chance. San Francisco, man, they always come out and do something crazy. I think it's a close game. I think it's going to be a barn burner, maybe overtime. I picked the Cowboys. I think uh, I gave them the benefit of the doubt. I had them going to the Super Bowl and winning. Beca- oh, no, I didn't have them winning. I had the Chiefs winning. But I had them going because I considered Rodgers not a part of the Green Bay organization. But uh, now that he's back, Packers are going to win the Super Bowl, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, give me Dallas here in a close one. The problem with Dallas is for some reason, if one person does really well, 
Somebody else doesn't do well. If Dak goes off, Zeke decides not to, or the defense doesn't. If their defense does well, Dak doesn't do well. When they're all together, they score 51 points, and they destroy an Eagles team. This is good. They beat a Washington football team, which is good. So I need everyone the Cowboys to be good. I need everyone to be firing on all cylinders. And they can do it, and they can make a great run until they meet Green Bay. And then, you know, it, it was a good try. Uh, you can't beat Green Bay. It's just the Cowboy curse. But for now, Dallas, I think they'll beat San Francisco in a barn burner, probably the best game of the week. And then finally, we have 5-4, and four, Arizona and Los Angeles, the Rams, of course. It's another really good matchup. I'm really, uh, I'm really excited about this one, Hump. Arizona, my Cardinals versus kind of your Rams. You were really high on them. My Cardinals, your Ram. Give a review and then give your pick. Man, Monday Night Football, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, I think that this is a – I really think this is a two- or three-point game in either direction. Either team is good enough to be in the uh, in the next round of the NFL playoffs. I'm taking the home team here. I'm taking the Rams. Um, I've got the Rams going all the way to the NFC Championship. Uh, I like I like Matthew Stafford. I love the Rams' defense. Uh, and, but again, I think this is going to be an awesome game, but I think, I think Kyler Murray might be a little, little overmatched. He doesn't have D hop. I think that's going to hurt in the long run. Uh, but I'm excited to watch this one, but give me the Rams. I'm uh, I'm sticking with my Cardinals. They're here. It's time. My boys, you've made it to the playoffs. Now you just gotta, you gotta finish uh, until you get to the Packers and then you can do whatever you want. Give me the Cardinals here. Uh, man, Matthew Stafford is kind of doing Matthew Stafford things. He, he makes a lot of mistakes that cost the Rams a lot of games. And it's just, you can't do that. Uh, I think the Rams defense will be able to survive Aaron Donald, of course, and, uh, Jalen Ramsey, but I like Arizona. I like Kyler Murray. He's going to make it shake. And, uh, man, hump, let me tell you if, well, is there a possibility where Arizona plays Dallas, right? Is that a, that's a chance. Can it be? Mm, no. Okay. I was no. about to say, because, well, Yes, because – but the Eagles would have to beat Tampa Bay. Yeah. They'd have to beat Tampa Bay. If that happens, you know how Kyler does in at and Stadium. I know. A little nervous. But Philadelphia's got to beat Tampa Bay, which I think is unlikely. So give me Arizona here, uh, beating the Rams, and uh, we'll have to see what they do. They'll, if uh, – yeah, they'll, if San Francisco loses, then Arizona will play the Packers. It was a good run for them. But uh, – Talking about week one of the playoffs, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that later. It's a good feeling knowing that you're already in the next round. Like oh. as a fan, like you 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 at least get to enjoy two more weeks of football. Yeah. And it know? was it was only one team in the NFC could get there, right? And it's us. I love it. I I like the one bye. I think it definitely it places a huge emphasis on yeah. getting a freaking bye. And week eighteen was was really fun. There's a lot of games that were really important. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the the team that loses after having a first round bye. So hopefully we make it all the way. But uh, you're going to be. Know. You never know. Rams are Rams are going to Lambo <laughs> and uh, taking him down. But Hump, that's for next week. Any uh, any last words before we end this episode? Man, it's the best time of the year if you're an NFL fan. Uh, hopefully, your team uh, is in the playoffs. Fortunately, mine and Dalton's team are in the playoffs. I'm excited to watch the boys on Sunday get the dub against the 49ers. Talk about a historic matchup. You've got the best team in the 80s versus the best team in the 90s. I mean, that's a lot of history in there. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, I would guarantee, guarantee that it will be the most watched playoff game this weekend. Yeah, probably. Because um, the Cowboys, of the 10 most watched NFL games this season, the Cowboys were involved in eight of them. So if you don't think they're America's team, you're lying to yourself. They are. Uh, I don't know, Dalton. This might be the year. It might be the year. Well, of course, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. Hats are coming back soon. We will keep you updated on that. Listen to us on all podcast network. Give us a rate, a review, five stars. This episode is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast for professionals. And, of course, we will see you next time.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.